The hypocrisy of the left in all of its manifestations, including the elite media, is simply stunning. The latest example is the breathlessly self-righteous reaction to President Trump's statements on last weekend's mayhem in Charlottesville, Virginia. Let's take the first of the president's statements to which the left strenuously objects. Said the president, We condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence on many sides. On many sides. It's been going on for a long time in our country. Not Donald Trump, not Barack Obama. It's been going on for a long, long time. The on many sides phrase used twice and the president's failure to single out the white nationalists whose odious yet properly permitted rally stands at the root of the incident has sent the left into a tizzy. CNN's Chris Chaliza's reaction is typical. He said, it's hard to imagine a less presidential statement at a time in which the country looks to its elected leader to stand up against intolerance and hatred. Then on Tuesday, the president appeared at an impromptu news conference in which reporters refused to ask questions on any topic other than Charlottesville. A visibly irritated Trump said, among other things, the following. You had a group on one side that was bad, and you had a group on the other side that was also very violent. And nobody wants to say that, but I'll say it right now. If the left was in a tizzy on Monday, they're positively apoplectic now. That they're so upset tells us that the president has scored a direct hit. For the first time, a president, a Republican president, is saying out loud from the bulliest of bully pulpits what no one has had the courage to say before. It can be summed up in three paragraphs. One, there are white people living in America who harbor the most vile and repugnant beliefs imaginable regarding black people. These white extremists are willing to commit violence in pursuit of those beliefs. Two, there are black people living in America who harbor the most vile and repugnant beliefs imaginable regarding white people. These black extremists are willing to commit violence in pursuit of those beliefs. Three, taken together, these two extremes are doing enormous harm to the country. These three paragraphs are demonstrably true and are obvious to any intellectually honest observer, the irresponsible reporting of the New York-Washington media notwithstanding. By the way, irresponsible is not a sufficiently strong condemnation. I'm trying to think of one that is. Shockingly irresponsible, cosmically irresponsible. I'm really open to suggestion. Wednesday on CBS This Morning, anchors Charlie Rose and Gail King were hyperventilating to the point of actually contradicting without realizing it the rather good and substantially accurate reporting on Trump's Tuesday news conference by their own correspondent in the field. But back to the hypocrisy. How is President Trump's perceived failure to condemn white nationalists by name different from President Obama's blatant and clearly intentional refusal to condemn Black Lives Matter by name, other than it being a perceived failure on the part of Trump and obviously purposeful on the part of Obama? How are fringe white nationalist protesters Trump's people, according to the Washington Post's Colbert King, if Black Lives Matter protesters weren't Obama's people? Speaking of Black Lives Matter, it was at their rallies following the infamous police shooting in Ferguson, Missouri, that the chant, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon, got coined. Where was the condemnation from Barack Obama then that the hyenas of the left demand now from Donald Trump? Though Obama never condemned Black Lives Matter, he did invite them to the White House. Time doesn't permit additional illustration, though good examples abound. We are at a bad place. 
The hope that the election of an African-American president would usher in a post-racial era in America now lies shattered. A monolithically ideological fourth estate goes out of its way to avoid the dissemination of objective fact that does not comport with their ideology. And by all appearances, people of nominal intelligence and goodwill are unable or unwilling to recognize that there are indeed two sides at the very minimum to the problem of racism in America. The unacceptability of speaking truthfully about that problem stands as a clear and present danger to the viability of the republic. That's my word. What's yours? Go to youtellmetexas.com and you tell me. And follow me on Twitter at Paul Gleiser.